Hey everyone, welcome to Smash Trivia. I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram by searching Smash Trivia to follow everything happening with me. I'll be the one with the big old green head in the profile picture. So excited to get into this. This is the Gamma Analysis. Basically, in this series, I'm going to review everything Hulk, all the movies, TV shows, and I also do random other geeky films. Occasionally, not so geeky ones, too. And I also like to mix things up once in a while by not reviewing anything. Hope you enjoy Smash Trivia Presents The Gamma Analysis. I want to ask everyone listening, if they can, please do sign for me. Please share the hell of this podcast with all your friends. If you don't, Hulk will be angry. And Smash Trivia has a Patreon too, so please check that out. We have some fantastic extra content on there. I bet you'll have a Hulk smashing good time. The tiers are as follows. $1 a month is Hulkaholic for a dollar. $3 a month is The Reading Room with Hulky and Shulky. And $5 a month is Smashing the TV. I also now offer custom trivia games on Fiverr. So if you want to take your game night to the next level, you can hire me. A link to the Fiverr is in the episode description. Now that we have all that important stuff out of the way, let's smash right into this episode. Hey, my Gamma friends. Today I'm joined by Dennis from Sparks of Interest and Rule Books Anonymous to review Willy's Wonderland, a wacky Nicolas Cage film. How you doing, Dennis? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing good. I'm very excited to be able to review this. Uh, first, I want to say, uh, say for our Hulk Hall for a dollar, we have Derek Sager, Gabriel Floral, and Film Critter. And due to the Hollywood strikes, I'm uh, I, uh, I actually just want to let everyone know that uh, I'm uh, trying not to review any struck work, aka work uh, uh stuff made made and um released by the uh, AMPTP. And I believe this film because uh, um because it is by uh, is by a small production company that I don't think has any connection to any of those big companies. I believe this kind of, uh, this film does not count as struck work. Um, this uh, this film. I have a lot of fun with this film, but there's one big thing with this film that I uh, that annoys me with it. Okay, um, that is uh, uh, that is. So I love I love Nicolas Cage, and a big part of what I love about him is his voice, and he doesn't speak at all in this. <laughs> I, I don't know, grunting a little bit when he's fighting. <laughs> yeah, there's there is some grunts. Yeah, but yeah, like I. I I feel like they're trying to do like something uh, I'm kind of artsy with it by not having him speak. Uh, but I feel like having an actor like uh like Nicolas Cage, it just uh, it just loses sign by not having him speak. Uh, in my opinion, I I can see that. I mean, he's still got some of the facial expressions because like Nicolas Cage has got oh, amazing yeah. expressions, but it's just he's extremely stoic and just like. Yeah. Our- I got work to do. I I don't have time for this nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's very uninterested in <laughs> anything other than just getting his job done. I love it. I love all the moments of the film where he just like uh, like um he stops fighting and just goes to take his break. Uh, I find those hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, particularly when like he's uh, he's standing next to uh, the main girl in the film, uh, um, and they're about to fight. So his his thing goes off. He's uh, uh, off, 
And he just grabs his uh, his knife out, puts it in her hands, and just walks away. <laughs> he's he's a professional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, that this film. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. Uh, uh fun to watch, and uh, I think it has. Uh, I think, although it, its premise is a little bit derivative of uh, of a uh, popular video game, but I think. Uh, uh but. I think it's a, a, a it's still really fun a, a fun premise that it works well for this film. I, I think so too, and I think what he is he's doing is he's living out every parent's fantasy that's ever gone to <laughs> has had to deal with those uh, animatronics. Just creepy. Uh, oh, um, near the end of the film, uh, one thing uh, that it reminded me of something out of my childhood. So there's uh, like. They have this. Uh, they have as I think it's when Willie is actually get, uh, dying. Like his uh, his voice uh, always really gets robotic and uh, I can like basically destroyed. Um, it reminds me of what uh, when I was a kid. I had uh, I had this uh, had this talking toy that uh, oh, it did the uh, it did the hokey pokey and um it annoyed the hell out of my brothers. Uh, mm-hmm. To the point where they tried to burn it and bury oh. it, <laughs> and somehow it still came back, and uh, <laughs> act, and it had and it sounded exactly like what uh, like how Willie sounded as he was dying. It's it was terrifying. <laughs> uh, I can I can see that. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm old enough to remember like uh, there was this uh, teddy bear toy when I was growing up. Mm-hmm where you'd put a tape in the back and it would like repeat what's what's on the tape, oh, like yeah. tell you a story. And so you had people that would put Slayer or Metallica in there. And so you got like this cutesy little teddy bear rocking out to some like heavy metal. Guys, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. So I, I do have a little bit of insight into uh, what Nicolas Cage is, is doing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise of him going in and cleaning up this entire building by himself in one night um, I work as a head custodian for a school district. So unfortunately, as I'm watching this, I'm looking at what he's doing and I'm thinking, okay, he's not doing that right. I'm pretty sure that's cleaner and he hasn't changed out his mop water in a while. So he, that's probably just making it worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think like, I, like I was wondering while watching um, in the like scenes where like they're doing a, a, like a whole bunch of, fast uh, shots of uh, odds of him cleaning particularly like in the ones where uh, where it's like it's just his arm on screen i wonder if that's actually nicholas cage cleaning uh or if it's uh, or if uh there's someone in there who's like between shots uh, odds cleaning little bits of it i i could almost picture him doing it just because he's like you know i gotta do this for my craft <laughs> i could see that yeah oh man I, I would be a little annoyed because like the, the bathroom scene alone, I'm just looking at the amount of graffiti. I'm like, that's an all night job just for that. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty Definitely. sure he doesn't have right stuff. That's like new paint. That's a lot of scrubbing and everything. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets attacked by the gorilla dude. And it's like, oh, because I'm looking at the mess afterwards. He's like, you just yeah. clean. I'd be so pissed. Oh, yeah. I can uh, imagine. Oh. I I was really wondering uh why about while watching uh, um I find it really funny how 
like I understand these uh, these animatronics. They have like the spirits of people in them, but they're still just animatronics. I'm wondering the people who created these animatronics. Did they put blood into them <laughs> so that uh, <laughs> when they're chopped up, they would have to have blood swatting? <laughs> yeah, that's a funny thing to think about. I'm just sitting here thinking that's some pretty good oil to still be working <laughs> after all. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, unless man. the the townspeople are like giving them oil changes every other Sunday or something. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's they're they're kind of cheaply made if you think about it because I mean Nicholas mm-hmm. Cage is. A- rip them apart with his bare hands oh yeah yeah definitely and, and i'm not surprised by that it's a it's definitely it doesn't seem like it was probably a place that had a lot of budget put uh, towards it back when it was open to the public yeah well i, I mean it, and it's also such an odd combination of characters you have a weasel then you have a knight you have a fairy you have a i think it was like a lizard or a frog mm-hmm. that with the tongue I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not entirely sure what the heck that one was. Yeah, the that's what is that the one that had the the quote unquote colorful skin that uh, and they uh, that they meant uh, or she I think mentioned uh, uh, mentioned as uh, that they make fun of me for my colorful skin. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm still not sure what the heck she was. Yeah. No, I'm not sure either. You, know, you don't see it much with the uh, much with. How the lights were, uh, lights were dim with uh, dim while Nicholas Cage was there. But the gorilla during one of the flashbacks, you see, apparently it's actually green. Yeah, I don't think the forest did any good for that. Yeah, like I, I feel like it would, uh, I feel like, um, having that splash of color from it being green, uh, and would, uh, would definitely like enhance the scene a little bit while he's fighting it if it if you were able to actually see it uh, it while he's fighting it yeah oh even just like having uh lighting that would make it look green or like um oh yeah even in the individual fights having a different kind of color scheme would kind of make yeah, it that pop would, or... that would definitely i could definitely see that and i think uh, i think though to be honest i don't think this is a film that needs a sequel oh uh, uh, i think um, if a sequel was made, that's something that they would probably put uh, a a ad into there because I imagine if it gets a sequel, they're gonna have a bit much bigger budget. The only reason I'm mentioning a sequel is because, um, the director has actually said he's working on on making a sequel to this. Hmm. So, yeah, I I I don't know how you would do a sequel to this though. I, I don't know the the one that he ran over with his car survived and maybe it's like the head <laughs> kind of like you know using his tongue to walk maybe, around. I don't know. Maybe the um these serial killers uh spirits went into something else now that uh, uh that their uh their um animatronics have uh, been destroyed. Or the animatronics like put themselves together, so it's like this big unholy mass of like random parts. Just like fun. chasing after Nicolas Cage for revenge. Yeah, there there is like one line uh, I in the film that uh, that does make me wonder about the uh, about uh, if these uh, these these um serial killers are really dead now because he uh, is um the sheriff mentions that him killing them will only uh, a make them angrier or something, which uh, which makes it sound like maybe that's something that people have done before and they've come back. I mean, that is entirely possible. Maybe like a sequel would take place in another one of those weird 
uh, theme restaurants and it's different yeah. animatronics or um, yeah, I, I think I would that... rather though uh, oh if they were to do a sequel instead of just uh, just setting it at another basically uh, uh basically like uh, a um Chuck E Cheese uh, A's ripoff sort of thing. Uh, instead of doing that, I would want them to like set it in a different kind of entertainment thing. Maybe, uh, maybe like it could be a theater or an amusement park. Uh, or I can just to add a little bit uh, sign to it instead of it just feeling like it might, it's the same thing again. I, I think an amusement park would be able to add more depth to that because you can have oh, a yeah. whole variety of characters and different things that they could possess. So maybe some of the carnival games could come to life and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and like, uh, like he could have, he could like, uh, I, um, he could grab like, uh, like one of the fake hammers or sign that they uh, that they use for, um, can't remember the name of the game, but uh, I, where you hit the little creatures down, uh, uh, uh down. Do you know? Uh, do you oh, know what whack, I'm talking? Like whack a mole. Yeah, whack a mole. Oh, uh, he could like use that for uh, our fighting one. I think what side of it could be fun is like, some like tr- somehow trying to fight one while uh, while him and them are in two different cars on a roller coaster. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be great. That tunnel of love has like a whole different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I was thinking. Uh, uh, I was thinking about while watching a film. Uh, um. Um. Do you think that there's some kind of connection between his character and Nicolas Cage's character and this place? Uh, it's because it definitely seemed like he was very, very alert. The sign was going on pretty quickly as soon as he was in the vehicle with the, uh, you know, with the mechanic. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe he could have, uh, he could have been like, just like the, like the girl. Then maybe he has, uh, uh he's, been there before and he managed to escape and so that uh that makes thanks uh, for also why there's uh i there definitely feels like there's a connection between those two i was kind of wondering if there was going to be a twist towards the end where it turns out like nicholas cage was a serial killer and that, that in the interesting bar was like you know the remains of a victim or something underneath his weird soda pop that would be that would be very interesting you know maybe um, they like uh, yeah, maybe they could have like also like revealed that um the soda that he was drinking was actually blood. Hmm. Could have been, or or even psychedelic of or something like <laughs> like the whole thing was just taking place in his mind. He actually there weren't serial killers, robots after him. He's he's just flipping out and beating the crap out of him just because. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I love the moment where uh where. After the uh the sheriff has already come over, uh and, and um Cage finishes fighting some of them and he's he starts bringing their bodies out to the trash and he just waves at uh waves at the sheriff in her car <laughs> like yeah you thought I would be dead by now <laughs> <laughs> no he's just like I said he's just being a complete professional he yeah. looked really annoyed when he found the lock on the door after beating the first right. one. Like well, dang it! Now I gotta wait and toss the trash later. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Oh yeah. Um, think it's uh, what else to talk about with the film? Um, I did have a a, a moment of bad parenting because I I did watch this with my daughter. 
had to had to shut it off in the uh, the random sex scene that in the super happy. Yeah. And I'm just I'm looking at this and and it was the next day I'm telling her, like, look, I I didn't think they were going to show anything or do anything. I thought they were going to be dead before then. And so she's like, yeah, I I wanted them to die quick when they when they did that. And so without even thinking, I looked at her and I said, well, I guess death came first. (laughs) Yeah, I I I definitely agree with your daughter. I immediately as they were in there, I was like, yeah, you guys better die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're they're breaking the rules of surviving a horror. <laughs> they just oh, went no. and did the deed. Yeah, especially, it's like absolutely on- insane that they're like, "Oh, we're in this area where it's very dangerous for us to be in. Let's have sex." Oh yeah, I guess that's the first thought I have after seeing that there's uh, animatronics out to kill me. Is yep, let's let's go and do the deed. Uh, uh, the girl's like, like, is it weird this is turning me on? Yes. Fuck yeah, it is. That's very weird. <laughs> like, why would that not be weird? Yeah, you just want to tell her, it's like, okay, you can you can holster it until we can get out of here, and then then we'll we'll go and have fun. Uh, but yeah, just uh, like when when you're we facing imminent death. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, like the the, uh, the creepy songs playing in the background during some of the fight scenes were were also pretty gnarly. Like, uh, <laughs> was it head, shoulders, knees, and toes when he's fighting yeah. the in yeah. the lizard thing? Uh, I'm I'm the kind of person who I'm watching is like like I will like sing along to all the songs because uh, I, I just find that really fun to do it, even if it's in a, a really crazy situation like in this. Oh, I I I mean I I love terrible movies and I mean this is definitely this is not Shakespeare oh, yeah. by stretch. But oh I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's one heck of a fun movie. Yeah, it's it's definitely not. Uh, I I I, I even probably uh, I one of Nicolas Cage's best, but it's uh, it's still a fun one. Yeah. Now, he's, he keeps saying that the reason he's taken on a lot of these projects is because he needed a paycheck because he had uh-huh. debts to pay. And so I can respect that. He didn't want to like file for bankruptcy yeah. or anything. He's like, well, I'm just going to keep on working until I pay it off. And I think he's good, and that's why we've got yeah, just this and, huge catalog of Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah, and and I, I like how, uh, how now that he's back to like big budget films um see so it's still those said uh, in interviews he's like i don't but uh, like i don't feel bad at all about any of these directed video films that i was doing uh uh doing he was like i find uh I, he basically said something along the lines of i find uh found cool art in every single one of these projects that i've done and he he said he will defend every single one of them uh as long as he lives yeah which i thought well, I, I, that's a lot i that, i respect that a lot oh yeah it seems like he was having fun doing all of them and i mean honestly it it could be a, a b movie or whatever but as long as if you're watching it and you're enjoying it you win yeah. who cares what oh I- yeah definitely um that i noticed uh, uh so i think uh, i think it's um kind of cool because i don't uh, i it's not something i see with a lot of characters in film I kind of think that uh, uh, Cage's character in this is um, the kind of person who uh, who he has to always be doing something with his hands, uh, and uh, and in like which uh, I, like we see uh, uh, see on one uh, his breaks he's uh, I, he is using a uh, uh, using he's um sanding down his nails uh, nails. Yeah. 
and he and then you have uh Av, he's keeps playing the uh and the pinball game uh and like yeah i uh, i uh, i'm exactly like that i i literally as i'm recording this uh as i'm playing with a uh uh a sign on my uh, eye desk literally uh, yeah. I, I need something to do with my hands yeah i i totally get that i i have the same problem especially when i'm at work i mean i, I work a physical job but i always have something in my hands oh, that yeah. i'm fiddling with or i'll fiddle with i'm walking around the school <laughs> which you know one thing that and i've noticed because of that uh I, is I get so much more of watching movies when I'm watching them on my phone because of us. My holding the phone in my hand makes it so I'm doing something with my hands. Uh, and versus if I uh, I'm like watching on a computer or I'm watching on my TV, I'll end up uh, uh, playing a game on my phone because I'm uh, uh, because I need something to do on my phone, and then I get uh, I start uh, uh, I get distracted from the movie. Yeah, I mean, like ADHD runs in my family. So I, right. I think I've much of it too, because I'm like I said, it's just one of those things like idle hands yeah. and all of that. But if I'm playing a game, of course, like on the TV or whatever, then like that's completely different because like yeah. my hands stained, and then of course I'm a little more involved in whatever I'm playing. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I I just find it uh, really cool that they uh, they actually made that a part of his character in this because you don't see that often with characters in movies. I don't think. No, not really, because it. It's like maybe maybe he's got some kind of um maybe some kind of disability and that could be why he doesn't talk much. He could just be like you know I you know, antisocial or uh, what's what is it uh, introverted? Because mm-hmm. he seemed very reluctant at the end of the film when the girl just gets into his car. Granted, she doesn't have anything left in this town really, but at the yeah. same time, like um he's a complete stranger just because <laughs> yeah electronics. Is- that there's the big reveal that he is a serial killer and now and <laughs> a thing. So oh, I mean yeah. that that's on her part, which I think feels a little out of place. Yeah, a little. Uh oh, definitely. I um I think the uh, I think though like they are they're trying to say that uh, I um he's a safe space. The, yeah, the the um uh, a connection between that makes it uh, it's so, so that she knows somehow that he's a he's a good guy. Okay, I think I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, I like I feel like there's something there, but they they need to flesh it out a lot more. Yeah, like if they did if they did end up doing a sequel, she could be like a narrator voicing over, um, still keep his name ambiguous and and unknown. Uh, I think that adds the mystique of the character. Yeah, like uh, it's funny that his name in the credits of the film is literally the janitor. Yeah. Oh, which uh, I I find that really funny. They uh, they actually uh, he decided to make that his name, you know. I don't think that uh, it, him be uh, he, he probably is actually a janitor uh, uh, outside of uh, I have this. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to give him a lot of props for being able to get all of that cleaned up the way that he did oh, yeah. before you know, before dawn, basically. <laughs> in addition to fighting for his life. Yeah, definitely. I and the the fact that he like uh like after everything that ha- uh, that happened he still is like I'm gonna make sure it's perfectly spot uh, spotless all the blood uh, uh must be gone before I leave the place yeah uh, that's why I'm still looking at like when when he's fighting everything after he's finished cleaning it all up and I'm just like 
God, that sucks because he just did all that work and he basically has to redo everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. But more more props to him for being able to do it. Yeah. Um I read that I read um that Diggo's Cage uh age when they were filming the is he uh he they he actually originally did have some lines of dialogue, but because there were so uh so few he insisted that they uh, remove him um, because he thought it would be a cool challenge for uh, Alan to have to act without uh, using his voice. I could see that. Yeah. I, I figured it was an artistic move to make him not speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I think what, what else? The, um, anyway, let's say, uh, hey, no, this is not like a film that it's, is a lot of in-depth thought so uh, uh so this is probably gonna be a shorter review than uh normal because it's just <laughs> there's not a lot to this film yeah but there's a lot of basically um cannon fodder in here yeah. just so many people are just like on the screen for a few minutes before they're off mm-hmm. oh, yeah. so it's not there's not a whole lot going on beyond nicholas cage cleaning and fighting yeah oh I mean, it was fu- uh, funny when what, what were you gonna say? I was just saying. I mean, you did have to do the exposition dump to explain why the place was the way that it was. But I mean, that's just like what five minutes of of screen time, and then it's just back to Nicolas Cage cleaning and playing pinball and beating up robots. Yeah. Oh, I I thought it was funny when uh, I would he uh, like he just grabs the girl uh oh uh, and puts her down somewhere else uh, so he could. Uh, uh, and fight the creature instead. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I'm surprised that they still wanted to go after him after seeing him beat up all of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, you'd think that they would be like, okay, we need to avoid this guy. Yeah, uh, this is like all said. They're they're he's not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in there with him. Oh yeah. Nah, uh, uh, I love that the uh, the um. Sheriff, uh, at the end, she just gets, uh, uh, she just gets destroyed by William. I was kind of amazed at that because, like, I mean, she's just completely cut in half. But oh, when yeah. Willie's fighting against uh, Cage, all he's doing is slashing him and just like cutting him up and not like removing any body parts. So it's like, is is Cage tougher? Did uh, Willie? I I don't know. It just it seems like know. maybe he just put more effort into killing the sheriff. Maybe the uh, Amy, um, the drink that he was drinking somehow gave him extra strength. It's like D and D. It's one of those magic potions, plus eight to strength. Uh, I I like. I did read read that the uh that those drinks were like supposed to be an homage to like power ups in video games. So it kind of, uh, uh, makes uh, uh would make sense if he if somehow that were are the case. I can see that. I mean, it said like power, like punch pop or something yeah, like punch. I mean, yeah. it, it even sounded like like it could be something you'd find in, in an old video game. Oh, yeah. And then uh, and um, obviously, like he uh, he's keeps playing that pinball machine uh, aid, which uh, aid, which can basically be thought of as like a mini game within a game or, or him saving his game. Yeah. You have to play pinball to save your game. And that's the loading screen. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Oh, <laughs> they could. I kind of wonder. Kind of eight bit video game. Yeah, I kind of wonder by the end of the film 
how good he's now gotten at pinball. I think towards the end, because like there was one last break that he took before he cleaned the big room, and I think he broke the high score. Nice. Let's go. So I mean that, and I'm wondering actually how much of that was just them like editing to make it look like he got the highest score if Nicolas Cage was actually playing and, and got that high score legitimately. So I'm, honest, I'm, I could absolutely see it being the Nicholas Cage just got that legitimately. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get the highest score, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It work, but, <laughs> uh, but, um, I think what else is there to uh, air with this film? Is there anything else that, uh, you want to talk about uh, out with the film? I, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Like you yeah, said, that's, yeah, not it's much. not, not much. <laughs> um, well, uh, uh, well, normally when I'm, uh, when I do reviews, I give the, uh, the guests the option to, uh, um, give me something to say in my announcer's voice, like a funny thing out of the film they're reviewing. I don't think there's many things out of this film, but there, if there is anything that you'd like me to say, uh, I, um, that's mm. uh, I'll t- I will say. Come on down to Willie's for some fresh pizza. Come on down to Willie's for some fresh pizza. That works. Yeah, right. I don't even remember if they served pizza though. I have no <laughs> idea. As ah, it's probably some random crap. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> really bad pizza. If so, yeah, you're you're not you're not going there for quality food. And they probably just like uh, I Chuck E. Cheese's cut it in really weird ways. Yeah, I've I've worked in a pizza joint. It's not that hard. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, like you I've know, I've cut pizzas. Uh, I've cut pizzas before. Uh, for it. It's it's a very easy thing to do. I, I guess when you're when you don't like your job it, or you're just like in a rush, maybe that's why you get the weird. But when you're when you can't even like get it cut in half. And it's like two thirds cut, and then like tiny oh, yeah. pieces, big pieces. It's just like really, you could have taken a couple of seconds. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'll um, I think it's all for us to say uh, a for this. So, uh oh, um, thank you, Dennis, for coming on. Uh, on, I really appreciate it. I had a lot of no fun problem. talking with you. Uh oh, um, and again, everybody. Check out uh, uh check out Sparks of Interest and Rule Books Anonymous. Uh, as the uh, two podcasts that Dennis is on, uh, on so uh, on, um, and uh, let them know that I uh, I sent you. Oh, and thank you for listening. If you like this gamma analysis, please give a five star review on Apple Podcasts or a five star rating on Spotify. I'd love to hear your thoughts in the episode. So. Oh, please let me know. And if you'd like to listen to more from me, please subscribe. Many more gamma analysis from me coming. So keep on the lookout. Uh, uh, this again is your host, Master A. John, signing off.